Welcome back to the Wrong Advice Podcast. I'm your host, John Pachuto, and I'm very excited to have Mr. Steven Servin in studio with us today. What's up, buddy? How you doing? Very well. How are you? It's good to see you. Can't complain, man. I mean, I've had this hack and cough for about a week now, but, know. you know. trying to set this up for quite some time now. <laughs> yeah, no, it's been a bit. Well, yeah, I'm glad to be back. This is round two. Talk to me about the marathon. How was that? Uh, it, was, it was brutal. It was a lot of fun. Was that the first time you ran 26 miles? Uh, yes. Farthest I've ever ran. Um, first marathon because I was actually training for the Jersey city marathon. I would say nine months before and did a trail run. I probably shouldn't have been doing a trail run training for a road marathon. Oh, know. Oh, outside. Yeah. Yeah. In yeah. In, yeah. In Cedar Grove. Um, I snapped my ankle. It was like 19 degrees out freezing, snapped my ankle on a, um, like a branch root. Couldn't see it. because I was looking up. Like in trail running, you got to be looking down. Like you're literally, your next step is calculated at all times. It's like yeah. almost doing agility ladder. Um, so snapped my ankle, thought I broke it, like tore some ligaments and stuff like that. It was pretty messed up. But training for the Jersey City Marathon, that was in April, snapped my ankle. Um, ended up getting into another race a little while later. But then, yeah, we did the whole marathon prep for this thing. And yeah. I, a year ago, <laughs> famously said on my podcast, I was like, next year I'm running the New York City Marathon. And this was, that was you were supposed to run? This has been the one year. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll never do that again. Why? I just Next year. Let's do it. I'm doing it. Sure. Um, talk to me about the prep. Obviously, there's so much that goes into marathon prepping. And That's as you said, it was the first time that you ran the full distance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in the training process, what was the highest that you got up to? Uh, 22.5. Okay, so yeah. the most you would ever run in your life is 22.5. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about, like, you're in the marathon. Mm-hmm. You've now run 22.6 miles. What does your body feel like? Uh, uh, it was pretty tired. I mean, once you're at that point, once once you're over 20 miles, it's it's all up you're here. You're pocketed. Yeah, you know, like... you're, you're, it's all here. You're in a dark place. You're talking about, like, you know, I get you get um, energy from the crowd and stuff like that. But once you're in like this dark place, you, you don't hear shit. It's like tunnel vision. It's just keep going, finish. Um, but you know, I'm, I had a time in mind I wanted to finish under. So I was like keeping this pace, you know? So it was, it was a battle. What it was is. the time? Under three hours and 30 minutes. And what'd you finish at? 327. Wow. <laughs> wow. By a freaking nibble hair. That's, wow. Yeah. But people like, it's very calculated. People are like, Oh, I want to run sub three thirty, And then they'll run like their time. Like, the pace is all predetermined before, <clears throat> usually in a marathon prep. So, like, each, like, all right, mile one to five, I got to run a 746 pace, like, so on and so forth. So, they'll finish at 329. Like, they'll, they'll you know, under a minute. Like, but how know, so you, like, three not, minutes under is actually, like, really like, good. Like, you're, like, how could you know that, like, mile 12 to 13 was, like, are you segmenting every Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got my pace uh, right here. okay. It's sure. not, it's, it's, you got to be careful. Though. I was going to say, it can't be 100% accurate. Yeah, right? especially running through these big cities, the GPS can be a little off. Yeah. Because I ran into that when I was running this Jersey City half marathon. And so my pace was off. Uh, I was just going on field and I blew my time out of the water because it's the fastest I've ever ran for the longest I've ever ran, Jersey City marathon, half marathon. And you were like, whoops. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, it's up two hours. It was like 145, 15 minutes. So wow. Wow. <laughs> You know, it's, 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 what made you want to run the, mar- the marathon in the first place? Um, just getting into running probably about nine months prior, um, with these like run groups, you know, so I ran like three miles with this group in the city and they're all like experienced marathon runners. Um, these guys fly, they're all great and stuff like that. But me being an athlete and stuff like that, like it was fun, but I was like, shit, I was gassed after three miles, like a 5k and trying to keep up with them. So I was running a good pace and like, oh, I could do this mile, two miles. Oh, I could do this. And then 
third mile, I was gassed, like yeah. dead. So I was like, I, I got to get better, like, you know. And then just meeting up and running with other people, getting involved with these run communities, man, it's been incredible. And it pushes you and just makes you want to get better. And then like, fuck it, like, why not? You know, like, I'm you know, you, I'm only getting older, so why not do it now? Like, I got this body. <laughs> my my I'm back. Grateful for it, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you on that. I uh, when when you're sick, right? I've been sick for like a week, right? Mm-hmm. When you're sick, I think it puts it into perspective, like. I'm not, I wasn't like dying, but it's like, I was so sick for like oh, yeah. a few days and you're like, puts it into perspective. Like, okay, I got to take better care of myself. Mm-hmm. Maybe not go out three nights in a row. Like I'm 20. You yeah. Know? It's yeah, like, yeah. Dude, it's abuse puts, on the body. hundred percent. Yeah. It puts some of those things into perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, when you decided to run the marathon, how much time did you give yourself commitment wise to, uh, the prep was about three months. Okay. You know, it was a little because I ran this this half marathon, and I, some people even prep for a half marathon. Like they'll have a coach, like even have this whole disciplined, planned out plan. And I, you know, went. I had a general idea what I was doing. You know, getting my miles in, certain running, a certain amount of miles a week. Like you do like some speed work, but I wasn't doing that. Easy runs, longer run on the weekend. That's pretty, you know, basic. So I did the half marathon, and then worked with the uh, run coach. After that, so I had like three months of real marathon prep. So we just reevaluated everything I was doing, time wise, and like, you know, everything was really calculated. So about three months, yeah. Was there any point in the training and/or the day of the race, day before that, you were like, "Baby, I can't do this." Oh, not at all. No, really, hell no. Thought never crossed your mind. Fuck no, never. If I was, if if I broke something, like if I would have to get hurt, or like you know, me how I am, like I, I would die out there. I don't give a fuck. What was like the hardest? <laughs> just, I mean, if crazy. I'm doing it, I'm I'm committed. That's it. What, what was like, the I'm hard, not half-ass shit? What was the hardest part day of the race? Like, was there any like you know you'd never run more than twenty two? Oh uh, well, there was like there was a lot of hiccups. Oh man, yeah, I could have run in faster. Like it was crazy. Just so many people. The run shoes, the shoes I wore, these race shoes, they have like mm-hmm. a carbon fiber plate. You know, most race shoes do for it's like the responsiveness to, off your foot. Mm-hmm. You know, these are like three hundred dollars. They're real expensive. Jesus. Oh yeah, super crazy technology and these fucking things. Um, so I only did track work and then like speed work. Okay. And it's a softer surface, flat, this and that. Like six miles I ran. So I never ran on the streets with them. I, halfway through that marathon, my feet were killing me. Thirteen miles, I'm like fuck. I made a mistake. So I was running like nineteen, the nineteenth mile. It felt like my not the big toe, the one next to it got smashed with a hammer i'm like bam i'm like whoa dude i was limping i was like holy shit i felt like my toe exploded because your toes get messed up like there's blood like right now i have uh, four toes that are black and blue and like the toenails can come off just like permanent oh uh, well who knows how long it's gonna last i don't <laughs> know they might fall off who knows but uh yeah so there was a lot of hiccups throughout the whole thing you know it was, it was up and down it's like a, it's like a roller coaster you know i'm feeling I, great feeling shitty like oh, i'm saying mentally you're at 19 miles and you like get that level of pain mm. how do you like go get i would be like all right cool done <laughs> like, nah, i just, just kept jogging and you know it got a little better but then just this is mine over yeah you just gotta keep going you can't stop because especially with that momentum like people do stop in these marathons i don't know how they keep going like yeah, how, how do you restart because it's not really great for your legs and stuff like that like it's harder you, you'll cramp up that way you'll you know you Getting that blood flow and that rhythm and that kind of stuff—it's yeah. like once you're going, you got you can't stop. I would imagine. I feel once you once I start doing some, I can't like if I'm on the treadmill mm-hmm. and I stop, it's all it's, the day's done. Yeah, you're not getting back on. No, no, uh, yeah. I'm mean, like you're, doing, okay, if you're doing like inter, if you're doing intervals. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like sprints or whatever, but right. like, they're gonna go run two miles and then 
pause mm. for like walk for like mm-hmm. seven minutes on a treadmill now yeah, track, yeah. you could a, tra- a treadmill i hate it i have never ran over five miles on a treadmill okay there's people who do like 20 miles on a treadmill i, it's not the best. I, I find it better than crazy the track is nice Mm-mm. you don't like the track street always because it's yeah. always just something different like your mind just you're able to really not sit there and you know track treadmill you're just there running a circle i don't mind you i know, can zone just, treadmill you just sit there stationary no way i'll, I'll lose my mind yeah okay it's funny i'm not i'm the opposite streets once you think with the stationary you, bike you haven't done it enough, i love me. the peloton I really yeah do, like i love sit- a bike maybe yeah, yeah i haven't really biked much i gotta get into that yeah peloton i know their stock's getting crushed but i'm, I'm a big fan <laughs> i don't know um, <laughs> yeah no i don't know it's like to me, there's something meditative about the repetition of the sound mm-hmm. of the of the non-moving scenery that, like, I think I have such bad ADHD. If I was like running on the road, I'd be like, "Yeah, squirrel." Well, like, the thing know. is, you could I do that as well. I'm looking around, but then you don't notice how far you've gone. Like, you're able to really people people once they get onto the street, they're like, "Oh, I've never ran five miles before," and then we'll do it, and then they'll like, you know, it's it's that's where it's at. I'm telling you, because that's where like the the group runs are and stuff like that and you got people pushing you and your your mind's off it mm-hmm. so you're by that mind body connection you're not sitting there overthinking it like on a treadmill like oh am i tired am i this am i that you know yeah. it's tr- the track like you're able to psych yourself out a lot easier so i feel like in the street like you could just zone out and you know looking around and then like oh shit i ran five miles and it won't even cross your mind yeah i can see that i think any, anytime i'm properly distracted mm-hmm. i can spend a lot of time doing something yeah, like yeah of course scrolling on tiktok or, mm-hmm. <laughs> or dude, even the marathon it's just, just so many just people and like what would, talk to me about constant the... waves of people so you're just going look around yelling at people and stuff like that did so anyone just... else you know was running it with you? oh yeah i had a couple friends run the half marathon the day before and i had about you ran a half marathon the day before no 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 oh. i had some yeah, right uh there, there's people who've done that that's insane yeah uh we'll get into that um so yes, uh, about four friends on the half the day before, and then about seven friends ran in the full. That's cool. Yeah, it was sick. What was it like crossing the finish line? It was incredible. It was actually well, I didn't like. There's video and like photos of me. I'm just like <laughs> casually ran across because it was like so much like you're so up here like dead in this like zombie mode. Some people are freaking out. Like I didn't. <laughs> I just like crossed, stopped my watch. It's almost like a now what? I was like looking around. I was like, oh man, all right. Who do I, who, who do I hug? What do, do I do I... the rest of the day? Seriously, I was walking around. It was like ten thirty in the morning. We started at seven. Yeah. Like, oh man, like all right, now what do I do? Like, what do I... That's kind of funny. Actually. And I had to go buy a shirt too because I was shirtless. Oh, you ran when? Oh, gotcha. No, I had a lot of clothes on, but I kept taking them off and throwing them. So I, the the city of Philadelphia has my uh, t-shirt. A hoodie and uh, like a fanny pack I wore. Oh, do they like go around picking stuff up over the grace? Uh. So actually, when you first start, so when you first start, it's freezing. It was like 40 degrees oh, at okay. 7 in the morning. So people were in hoodies and stuff like that. And the cool thing is, is if you like leave your hoodie at the start line, they donate all the clothes. So they're getting piles of clothes from, oh, awesome. you know, three, four, five thousand 5,000 people. Yeah, that's so it. So they got all these clothes. But like during the race, I threw this t-shirt like in the alleyway somewhere. I don't know. It was just, oh, it's gone for Yeah, who knows? Oh, yeah, but, that's and I had a fanny pack yeah. I threw. That was a mess too. Uh, but Yeah. I mean, I find it wildly impressive, and I like I, you know, my my buddy Rick's wife Melissa has run, I think the New York City Marathon three or four oh, times really? now. Yeah, it's and sick. it's like sick. Like, dude, I'd love that for people. Mm-hmm. I just don't. It's not like an itch I want to scratch. Yeah, it's like, a lot, you know, man. You know, it's Casey a Neistat, crazy. Right? I don't believe so. Oh, he's like the internet guy. He's a YouTuber. Oh yes, yes, yeah, yes. Casey, oh hell yeah. Casey ran the New York City Marathon. The next mm-hmm. day, he ran thirteen miles. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm like, bro, what? Oh, the I fuck? like a friend running. Why? Oh yeah, the stuff I can tell you about friends of that's like. 26 miles, they're running marathons weekly for, for fun. 30 miles, no problem. 
You know, you, you know, run just, these ultras, you're running 26 a day. People run 100 mile races. You're doing yeah, that's crazy all day. Me. You know, there's 250 mile races through the woods or through the mountains. I'm gonna be doing that kind of stuff soon. Why? That's <sighs> true. Mental. Is it just challenging? I'm some crazy. I don't know. I have issues. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm a therapist for that. So. <laughs> but it is therapy. That's the thing. It's, it it's just as much good for my mental as it is physical. Hell yeah. I think it Without is. Without a doubt, I need this shit. I think I totally agree it with that. It helps me tremendously. There's something to be said about it being like like a Band-Aid on a gunshot wound, right? Like you're stopping the bleeding a little bit, yeah, but you can ah, still benefit from some. Of course. No, yeah, but it, that is, it is like therapy, you know? What it does for yourself and your self-confidence and your, just your belief in yourself that you can do something challenging like this. Yeah. That's all the, you know, you need trust. Me, you'll get more out of that than a therapist. Cause I've been to therapy. You do a you lot know? without a doubt. This helps more. You do a lot. Like, and, and physically what it does, like, especially your body, your brain chemistry and stuff like that. What I was going to say, you know, you do a lot by like clearing out mm-hmm. when you're like going, yeah, challenge you incredible yourself. Even if yeah. it's just the exercise alone, you know? Yeah. I mean, when you clear out like the physical, like, Running twenty six point two miles, like, oh, yeah. your mind has to be cleared. Oh, your brain you can't dead. be like not even. Give me the thing about your like, brain dead. Yeah, it's all out. Yeah. You feel like numb, you know, zombie. Do you listen to music? Uh, but if I'm by myself running around, yeah. But if I'm with people, like what do, about the marathon? Do you listen to music? I had a little bit here and there. I'm not a big, you know, I like you like the energy from the crowd, and you uh, get that. So I had some parts, and then sometimes I take it out. Interesting, you know. I find it fascinating. I really do. And I'm not saying it's not something I'll I'll ever do because it's just – I just – I don't have like – I don't have that itch to scratch. Like yeah, my, yeah. my brother and my brother-in-law, big power lifters, mm-hmm. they're like getting personal best and stuff. Sweet. I don't even, I don't feel the need to test myself physically and stuff. Like, like I peaked in I, high school when I it comes think to it's, physical. Yeah, but no, I wouldn't – you know, don't say it because you haven't – once you start getting into it and then really making it a part of your life, it's a, you know, maybe you could go into that mindset, I'm not going to become – a marathon runner, but I'm going to start running. I'm not going to become this big time power lifter, but I'm going to start lifting. Once you get into that, and then you start progressing and seeing that change, like oh, maybe I can do a little more. Hey, maybe I can be competitive in some sort of way. My whole you never know because you haven't done it yet, man, dude. I'm telling you, totally yeah, yeah. fair. My... You, you haven't gotten the itch to scratch. My whole, my whole, <laughs> my whole reasoning for you know, I never thought I'd be doing this. Going to the gym is just simply to not die at a young age. Yeah, okay. I'm just like I want long life Longevity, with yeah. like low problems physically and like you can't do nothing yeah and have no problems oh, right yeah you need to maintain some level without of, a doubt you do yeah like even if you're like out walking mm-hmm. or whatever oh, anything, like you have to do like something be 45 active. minutes walking a day i'm, I'm curious Most people don't do that i'm curious you have like a lot of different things that you do mm-hmm. the woodworking photography like <laughs> the running the fitness is it all like to some degree different creative outlets for you like how do you yeah um it all works. It's all intertwined somehow. You know, it's that self-expression. It's that, especially running. And that's why I like it so much because it is by yourself. You know, yeah, you can run with people, but most of the training is by yourself. And that's hard, especially if you're like, all right, I got to run 15 miles today. <laughs> you wake up, I'm, I'm waking up at four or five in the morning on the weekends. And then going, oh, there's boy. runs I'm working up at 2.50 in the morning <clears> on a Saturday <throat> while everyone else is sleeping in. I don't have to be doing that, you know, but, but it's just me out there. And I like the control of that. And it's like sort of up to me and that responsibility and same thing with like woodworking. You have that sort of, I mean, the creative outlet aspect of it maybe, but it's, it's just, but yeah, like I was getting at before. Sorry. Um, so the running community is a lot like the skateboarding community, you know, where it's, it's everyone from all the walks of life gets together. And like, you got these many run groups in New York city that I'm, you know, I've ran with, we started one right in Montclair, a smaller one. 
Um, but it's like you never know. It's people from all walks of life. You know, it could be any race, any ethnic ba- background, religion. Just, just, just to do something together. You know, and then it's like everyone runs different styles, different paces. There's no right or wrong. You know, mm-hmm. so it's not. So that I guess maybe that aspect of the creating, like it's like the skateboarding industry, not industry, but like culture to me. Yeah. I don't know. That's sort of that community. Yeah. It's a, the thing is with the community. It's very similar to that. So that's yeah. why maybe I got attracted to that, like the running. When did you start running? About nine months to a year ago. Sure, so really you... consistently, like, you know, like because of another Before race. that, you were just like fucking around. Like, yeah, like, here uh... and there, a couple miles here and there. But I started because of actually running for like a couple weeks before I snapped my ankle. Got healthy, started running a little bit, and then I got into a race called High Rocks. It's like a fitness race where it's conditioning, but also running and like, it's like strength conditioning, sort of, but also running intertwined as well. It started in Europe and now it's getting really big in the United States. It's like talk about like the ultimate like all around fitness test. That's where it's at, High Rocks. And that's my next race. I have two of those. When's that? I have one in March in Houston and then one in New York City in June. And how far is that? Uh, it's, it's, so what it is, it's, it's like a, having a big track, like a high school track or, you know, around a football field. Uh-huh. So, but there's also eight stations in the middle that you do. It could be like a, a sled push, a sled pull, a rowing oh, I machine. I saw you, did you do one of these? Yeah, yeah. I saw it on Instagram. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so there's eight stations, eight Throw runs. Throw a ball over things. Yeah, wall balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, eight stations, eight runs. So it's all together. It's about five miles where you're running because it uh, came up in Europe. So it's 0.6 miles. And then you do something, 26 miles, back and forth run, you know? And, like, the fastest guys in the world do it in, like, 55 minutes. And that's – these guys are insanely, in, like, flying running and just huge, insane athletes. Freaks. Yeah. So, like, it took – yeah, like, from an hour to an hour and a half of consistent just gassed. That's you know, like, you have to catch your breath and get your shit together on the runs. <laughs> on the runs. Yeah. On the, and your legs are dead. Three quarters of a Pushing mile. 330 pounds on a sled back and forth from here down to like, I don't know if it's like hundred meters, 80, 80 meters back and forth four times. I'm like, all right, now you gotta go run on your legs. You can't even walk, let her <laughs> run, go run over a half mile at a pretty fast pace just to compete. Yeah. It's and nuts. what do you get for finishing? Like a little medal, no. like a little trophy, like a little, you got a time. You just get a high five. You and get like, all right, I placed. And you here. pay to do this too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like how much training for it? Ah, uh, it's like 150 bucks, maybe 150 bucks. That's it. Yeah. It's like two bottles of nice of train. Oh yeah. Well, Nice Italian dinner. <laughs> yeah, you can look at it that way. It's true. But still, dude, it's awesome. I love it. You know, that's that's my shit. Listen, I... But yeah, that's how I got into running, sort of. Like, yeah. Because you need you got to be a runner to, for this shit. Yeah, man. I can you know? imagine. Yeah. But also got to be strong and also have to have good conditioning. And that's why, because I think that's the total package right there, this high rocks. I used to be a huge cynic, like, maybe as early as a few years ago. Mm-hmm. I get so excited when people are excited about the things they're doing, like... Whether they're sharing their art on Instagram, online, whatever, or like just someone who's genuinely happy about something they're doing. And yeah, like yeah. I see that with you, with the fitness stuff and everything that you do in your life. And like that to me, like makes me happy. Like I like I like that. Hell I appreciate yeah. that. Dude, I'm the same way. I think that's like such a great thing that I've sort of developed for myself as I've gotten older because it's like seeing someone be like unabashedly happy you with get something. stoked for other people because yeah. they're stoked. I'm like, yes. Because yeah. that's, you know, they're living life. Yeah. And that's the way it should be. And then like, and there's so many critics and like people that are very like down on that because people are jealous of that type of lifestyle. Yeah. And they're like, oh, well, you know, they have these safe jobs and this and that. Like they're working jobs. Oh, yeah. Like you wanted to be an accountant your whole life. Yeah, right. You know, but like, well, nobody. <laughs> but still, you know, like you have to be happy for those people and you have to constantly, you know, like 
get just little things. Oh, hell yeah. You know, like, it could be a comment on their post. It could be totally. something on their story. Just constantly be gassing these people up because totally, there's enough dude. people putting them down. I'll tell you. you like, know, fuck that. It's, it might sound stupid, but like when even just getting like a like on something mm-hmm. like makes you feel good. Always. You, like, I always make sure I'm always commenting and liking on people's stuff. You're putting your, you're putting your effort into like a hobby or whatever you know? you're doing. Yeah. It's something you're passionate about. doesn't matter about. what it is. I love that. You know, especially like if someone's posting their stuff like that, I'm always making sure I'm commenting, liking it. Just because it takes two fucking seconds. Just, I know. just you know, to show yeah. a little support because these people are putting themselves out there to we the world. Do... You know, where a lot of people are very reluctant to to post and you know has to do with self esteem and you know being uh, insecure. But you know, we gotta support people because this is we live in the most you know? exhausting time to be alive. It's so easy to be a cynic. It's so of easy course. to be a dick, and it's it comes easy. It's easy. easy. Yeah, it's easy. It really is. You it's, know, if for a long time, if I realize it's actually easier. To be a dickhead. Oh, without a doubt. There's no, there's no slack. Yeah. You know, anyone could have an opinion about anything. Yeah. Because it's simple and easy, you know? And that's, that's, that's such a, like it's a, a cop-out. When I think about, like, all the time I've wasted, like, being mad over the dumbest shit. Like, oh, things yeah, that are, yeah. like, not even tertiary, like, to my life at all. I'm like, right. I'm worried about this. Like, political stuff. Yeah. Or fucking oh, well, that's, that's any that's dumb a thing. whole other world. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, right. game. Oh, you man. know what I'm saying? But, like, it's like, spent so many years of my life worrying about shit that don't doesn't matter at all. Yeah, like nonsense, legit. Man. It really yep. is. It's 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 so bad for the body and like your mind as well. Because that's just self induced stress. Like I even harped this on my parents. Like you guys are like they're watching watching the news and my like the like the the fear and the anger and all the negative stuff that that's putting out on people and they're consuming that. Like you are what you consume. It could be visual, it could be audio, it could be anything. And food. What you have the uh, option really <laughs> Mold your life around how you want to consume in anything. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you want to have a positive life, you consume positive shit. Your life's going to be a little bit more positive, you know? So, like, you're watching the news and that kind of stuff. Like, dude, it's, it's you're in control. You can not watch this and have a totally better, you know, body chemistry. I totally agree. The stress and the cortisol and stuff like that, you're fucking, you're hurting yourself. I totally agree. And it's not good for you. I watched a video recently. Uh, I forget the guy's name. Jake Fru Free, something like that, put out like a creative thing like be careful what you consume as a creator yeah and like i get i think i get trapped in that sometimes Mm -hmm. like from a photography perspective because you get so caught up in like what other people are doing what other people are sharing and like who they're working with and what their clients are right it's easy to feel like you're getting left behind in something oh yeah and then changing your mindset of like how you're like viewing other things Mm -hmm. is so crucial as a creator exactly yeah because you're watching other people like oh is that cool is that what's going on maybe i should change my style and that's it like no but you're if you're as an artist you don't want that. Like, yeah. That's what's the point. You know? Yeah. Like, you're Dude, not I did here it to today. follow. You're here to be your own person. I did something today in studio that I never tried before. Just from like a technique perspective. And I showed you the result. Yeah, Just yeah. like this blurry, like really cool. I'd never tried it before. And I was like, really? I think this will look. That. No. That's I was sick. like, yeah. I was like, this is going to look really cool right now. I was like, just hit me, mm-hmm. f- you know, a, a flash of inspiration. And it came out great, better than I expected. Oh, yeah. Sorry. And, you know, I talked to my buddy Dean a lot about photography because, like, we were always talking about gear and what are you using? You're shooting film, you're shooting digital. It's so easy to get wrapped up into, like, the thing that you're using and right. then what you're doing is so secondary to it. And I'm like, I got to just pinch myself, like, that three years later, I'm still, like, making, earning a living doing the thing that I love most. Dude, you get to wake How up. Who could like, say that? Like, nobody. You wake up, you're stoked. Yeah. Oh, man, I get to, it's in my hands. I, I can control my day. Yeah, it's how not, I want to live my day. It's nuts, phenomenal. man. Man, I'm you know I'm even dude. Done I trying to get there. Yeah, I mean you're there to an extent. I still have a full time job, but that's, that's you okay. Know, yeah, but still that that's it's going to be full time woodworking and content creating for health and wellness, and that's gonna, it. You know, I yeah. can't wait for that. Yeah, well, I mean you're you're, you're right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. I my whole thing like 
it is funny because there, there's always that pull to like a nine to five mm-hmm. because there's like so much security, so many like health yeah, benefits, like yeah. all these things that are like, of course, super, super important. Pension. Pension. It's nice. I could have a whole conversation about that. Yeah, I'm saying, you know, it's, it's not nice. No, it's not. Why? Why? Because, because I could die in five years and all that $175 of check. Where is that going to go? So I can be happy at 65 to your, but be miserable until your, 65 uh, so I can retire. Who's your benefactor? Such, I don't know. My yeah, mom. Yeah, right. <laughs> No, but it's going the, to someone. But still, you know, like, no, like I got not, life insurance. If I die, yeah, my sister insurance gets a million is different, bucks. But these pension yeah. and that kind of stuff, because that's such an older, not conservative it as like political. Matched, though, doesn't it? That my pension, maybe. I yes, don't know. But it still, it's does. a state pension. It's great. But still, I'm not. that's not why I'm going to be at a job that I don't want to do. But well, people get so complacent. Like, oh, it's things. a good job. 100%. Like, it... Do you ever watch the movie Up in the Air? No. Never saw it? No. I don't George watch, Clooney? I don't watch many movies. Oh, you got to watch Is it. It's a great cartoon. Movie. No, it's a oh, movie. It's a movie. Mm-hmm. George Clooney. Oh, I don't know. Maybe so they're George Clooney and okay, Anna no. Kendrick. <laughs> the kid in the balloon. No, it's called <laughs> Up in the Air. George Clooney and Anna Kendrick work for this company where they go into companies and they fire people. And that's all they Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Like consultants. The pretty yeah. Much, yeah. So he's interviewing this guy for his exit interview or whatever and firing him. He goes, how much was the first amount of money that someone paid you to give up on your dreams? Mm. And it's like the line of the movie, in my opinion, because it's like at some point someone said to you, Hey, God. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. I've heard that quote actually recently in a podcast. It's from that movie. Yeah. 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 And I think, yeah, they did quote that. So yeah, it's so, it's so in. clutch because I, that's it, man. For, got, the whole, got a price. for the whole first half of my yeah. life, all I did was chase, more salary, more money, more benefits, more salary, more money, more benefits. And then you get into a loop where expectations don't meet reality. Like you're saying, like, I've got this great job. I'm making good money. I've got a pension. I've got a, you know, great health insurance. What's that it's doing like, for well, you? Right, exactly. Fulfillment, if you're if you're not being fulfilled in the thing you do, you it's need to find. Hell yeah. yeah. At least do something on the side. Start with that. Mm-hmm. You know, because totally. always, I always had a full-time job, but I always had something on the side because I needed that. There was an itch. Like, I'm not living my life. This whole eight hours and going home, watching TV. That's not it for me because that's not it. Like it's, it doesn't matter about the money. It's just there's, there's got to be more. I totally you need agree. fulfillment in some sort of way because that that's when you go insane, or like I this whole I could have a whole conversation just about if you got nothing for yourself, you know you're gonna look back one day and it's gonna be bad because it's gonna compound be so inside of you and then yeah. bad things happen. It could yeah. be in a marriage or something like that. You'll be 50 years old and end up cheating on your wife or getting through a divorce or having a midlife crisis, becoming a drug addict, something because. You're just socking away that, like, having that regret and not like, oh, maybe I should have gotten to this. Maybe I should have this, you know? Playing it too conservative is bad. I agree. In the long run, you know? It's easy to play it safe. Of course There are a lot of people who play it safe and are happy. But that's that's, not for everyone to be able to take a risk. It's a thing, I think. Well, because it pushes you in a box to Mm -hmm. be in a place that you got to do the thing and you got to check the boxes and you got to get the job. take risk. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. There's, like, you know, there's months where I'm like, Where's my rent money? Like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Two of the four weeks of the month, I'm like, well, fuck, here we go. Like, yeah. what am I going to do? Selling a kidney, you know what I mean? Then all of a sudden, it's like you work 13. Right, yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's the ebbs and flows. It happens to me at the woodworking. I'm like, I fuck, look, I haven't had a job in a while. And then a week, it's just like, wait, I just got 10 jobs. I Like, I look at it like, but to me, what it ultimately boils down to is like being my own boss, not having to report to anybody and mm-hmm. doing whatever the fuck I want, whenever the fuck I want. Yeah. Is priceless, right? You can't put a price on no, it. Hell no. It's not. It's not a salary amount. It's not, not for everybody though. It's not. Like some I, people can't. It's too much freedom, and then that's where trouble can happen. So you got to have that balance. You know, you got to be. You got to be. You have to have a work ethic. Be, yes, and also just the self discipline. You know, because yeah. you can go out every night if you want. 
You know, I you mean, don't like, oh, well, I, I could, but like but all my friends are married. No, but you <laughs> understand what I'm saying that you, but like in general, people like too much freedoms. If they don't have that structure, they can go south. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, don't just, I disagree with that. I, you know? I think you're right. I think what it boils down to is that like finding the thing that works for you, it, you would think it'd be the easiest thing yeah. right? because like so many of us will like, Oh, I want to be a teacher. So you go to school and then you're a teacher for eight years. And like, you're like, Oh my God, I hate this. Of course, yeah. Or like you said an accountant before yeah. you go be an accountant. And you're like, Oh my God, I'm making so much money. But this is fucking what? terrible. What are we doing for what? So often people don't ask themselves no. if they're doing the thing they want to do to make mm -hmm. themselves happy. And I think, like if anything, like I get messages sometimes where people are like, it's so cool that you do this, it's so dude, cool that you do all that. All the time, people come up to me and approach me, dude. It's wild. I'm like, do it all the time, but do it exactly. I'm like, oh, so you're so inspiring, this and that. But I don't know what I want to do. Just try, try a million shit, things, man. Try it out. Try if you got any interest in anything, dude? We give it a shot. Look up some stuff. We have the internet. We have the just information. You don't even have to physically try it. Look at it. Like, oh, I might be interested in this. I remember we were talking like a year, maybe a year or so ago. And I was saying how, like, I, I hate video. Like, I'm not really into it. It's, like, not my thing. Mm -hmm. Now I'm finding myself super into it. <laughs> yeah. Color grading is a lot of fun. Yeah. Like, building narrative, building stories. It brings a whole other world of creation. Like, oh, wait, now I got these ideas. Oh, wait, maybe this shot. Yeah. Maybe this would look cool. And, that, and like, it's the same thing with this podcast. It's a whole like, other world. These conversations are, I say all the time, it's therapy. I steal mm -hmm. from them. It's, like, the easiest, cheapest form of therapy on earth. Because you get to, like, talk to people about life and, like, what mm -hmm. works for them and what doesn't work Different for them. Perspectives. What they've learned. It's fantastic. But it's like, I, I didn't start here. Right. I didn't like it. I came from five other things that I was thinking about doing that I was like, oh, maybe I'll do this. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And then I start, oh, this I works. Can do this. Yeah, let me just give it a shot. Yeah, just it's like, people, how hard can it be? It's so frustrating, like, when people are just like afraid to take chances and won't take the risk. Like, if you have a nine to five, yeah. it is the best time to try something. Without a doubt, now's like, the time. You look at someone like, oh, uh, I love cooking, like, but like I can never be a food Dude, influencer. Oh man, why? Anyone? You don't need to buy an expensive camera. No, you can do it with your with iPhone. iPhone. We have real have high definition cameras in our pockets. With, it's with access to everyone around the world. Yep. On a, free apps. Yep. You can do anything you want. You want to start a blog about fucking Ninja Turtles? You can do it. You want to <laughs> start a podcast? You want to be a photographer? Anything? It's all out there. All the Where information. Where did the blog about Ninja Turtles come from? It doesn't matter. Like it does, you, it's whatever interest small. Do you have a Ninja niche, Turtle blog? I don't know. Yeah, are you sure? No, no. <laughs> that'd be cool. Maybe. That'd be hilarious. Like, I love Ninja Turtles. Not like that. Uh, it's still it's just anything, any sort of niche. There's a market for. I totally agree. You know, it's all free. It's free, dude. I like. We have the internet. It's <laughs> and social media. It's funny because like I think. The only there's a lot of problems with social media, but one of them is that we feel like we can't do something if it's not getting a certain number of views or stuff. And it's like that mentality is so detrimental to the creation aspect of it. Yeah. So it's like, oh well, if I'm not getting ten thousand views per YouTube video, I shouldn't make YouTube videos. Mm -hmm. But it's like the landscape of social media has warped our understanding of like what a number is well yeah like cause... if you put it if you got a thousand likes on something that you did mm -hmm. like could you fit a thousand people in your house no no it doesn't of course matter not. you know like it like i've gotten a hundred likes on things before i can't fit a hundred people in my apartment That's true like our mindset is, well, if it's not doing millions, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not worth it. Because doing. we're following people who do millions. And right. they think that's the standard. Mm -hmm. And then that's like, no, it's not like if, it's if like, I can't play basketball like Michael Jordan, why even bother? Yeah. That's you know, like what the it's hell? It's that defeatist mentality <laughs> that is it's it's you I I, fucking, I, I truly think it's it's ingrained to us through social media because like it has provided a scapegoat to never try. Yeah, yeah. Well, people do like so when it comes back down to it, you know, it's just insecure. People are just scared. They're, they're scared of what people think about them. You know, at all, it, all it is. You got to stop caring what other people think about you. How do you stop caring? 
just putting yourself out there. You got to stop because especially on social media, you're going to get more, way more hate, way more stuff like that. Dude, I'm like, I see people looking at my stories and I'll see a lot of shares. I'm like, I don't know. And they're all private shares. Like you got people talking and that private shares, like people, you can't see who's sharing it. It's not like, Oh, it's always like from share to share. Like someone's, Sending it to the to another person, like, oh, hey, look what's around zone. Like, yeah, but you, yeah. I'm watching you. Like, I don't know. I, I do. You know, I love, my fun, my favorite thing that tuned. I've started doing yeah. is YouTube is a cesspool of comments. Oh, what's that? Noticed. No, I've never really been on YouTube, bro. I'm sure I love responding back to these. Really? People. Yeah. yeah you can't go favorite. too crazy. I do though. But that it's such a you fun can't, treat to me. Yeah. The negative stuff, like whatever, fucking. No, no, that's why I laugh. Like, yeah. Could you imagine like taking thirty seconds out of your day to comment on like one of my or, videos? Yeah, you like, feel bad for these people. You got to be really like, man, I feel bad for this guy. He's hurting. Like, dude, you know how like good my life is? That like, why does this affect you? Shouldn't you see someone who's like they're insecure? Like, they have issues. Yeah, I know. So they got to so portray sad. it on somebody else. Like, man, I'm hating on this guy. Oh, like, oh look what so he's sad. doing. Well, what are you doing, dude? Yeah. Like, at least I'm trying something. Yeah. It's funny. It's like you know, it's my birthday. A lot of it's envy. It's my birthday in a week. I always get like super melancholy this time of year, mm-hmm. trying to think about like what do I accomplish in this year and like where am I in growth, like mentally, physically, work, creation. Mm-hmm. And like I thought last year was a bad year, like third, like just like not a. I didn't think like I had a good year. I didn't grow a lot. Didn't make a lot of money, and not that I need to make a lot of money to be successful, but I had a bad year financially. Right. And then like this has been like one of the best years of my life. Wow. Like, on every conceivable metric cool and it's like still not enough but it's like the thing that and this will be a good question for you is like Mm -hmm. what i'm trying to figure out is how to feel a sense of complacency because like for someone like you who's like oh i want to go run a mile and you finish it you're like now what you probably have the same feeling of like complacency like how do you feel comfortable yeah what's next and that's that's like a decision and like a way to live i feel just because of how I like to live my life and how I perceive life, that it's a never-ending thing. Like, it's always just what's next? What's How can I grow? How can I progress? You know, and, then, and physically, mentally, you know, in my creation, it could be my business in all aspects because it keeps you hungry and it keeps you waking up in the morning with, with some sort of hunger and, like, you know, it's, I think it has to do with gratitude, perspective, mm. you know, just not being complacent. You have to just constantly – have goals and have stuff to look forward to. That's why I sign up for these races. Cause at least I got something on the calendar. I'm like, all right, it holds you accountable. Like you got to put the work in because yeah. the, there is no shortcutting. You can't just show up to a marathon. Like you got to, yeah. well, you know, so yeah, with that kind of life, like you have Although, to, <laughs> you ever watch I Met Your Mother? No, never watch it. I don't watch much TV. No. All right. Like, How I, I watch Seinfeld when I fall asleep. My favorite, uh, favorite show of all time. Uh, one of the characters, Barney Simpson was like, Barney Simpson, Barney Stinson oh. <laughs> was like, Oh, like, the whole thing with running marathon is like you go to the start line, you start running, and then when it's over, you stop. Mm-hmm. He's like, I could do that. And he just like runs the New York City oh, Marathon yeah. in the show. Right. And then the joke is that like he gets on the subway at the end of the day and then like can't stand up because he's like mm-hmm. his legs are so short or whatever. But it's like, you know, I yes, obviously there's a lot of planning yeah, that goes in the room. Yeah, I know. But you understand what I'm getting at. You know, Dude, I just... like I think I'm gonna just get on the treadmill tomorrow and run twenty six point two and then won't. yeah, no, I won't. No. No, especially because I, I probably could work at 8 a.m. <laughs> yeah. You got to be up at 5. Yeah. Oh. I got a posting event tomorrow. Well, I'm going to be there. That's why I said. Oh. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I was like 8 a.m. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to see you there tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's for a long day. You got to be there at 5 a.m. It's a long day, dude. Are you running the race? Yeah, oh, yeah. It's not a race. It's just like a workout. Oh, okay. Yeah. But people might take it real competitively. But it's, <clears> it's fucking tough. And I got some shoulder shit going on. I got a, I'm got. i hosting the whole thing. and. 
it's gonna be a whole production. There's gonna be a bunch of people there and shit. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I'm excited for it. It's be sick. I think you know, like a lot of fun. It's so out of my scope of mm-hmm. like current content creation oh yeah from a work perspective like photo video stuff i've never done it i'm like very very excited to like yeah, do something new so um because like to me at the end of the day like you know like my my thing is like i like telling stories so like this is just another story to tell it, man why yeah, people yeah, like yeah. want to get up and run and hell yeah put do... themselves through pain and yeah. suffering it's miserable and it's good because i don't have We're all these you're gonna have see 60 people fucking hurting but we love it that's yeah. what we do it's 60 great. people probably oh yeah and how much Anywhere that cost from like tomorrow? 40 to 20, huh? <laughs> What's that cost tomorrow? What's that what? What's the cost? Cost of what? For them to do it tomorrow. Free. Show oh, up. Free. Show up. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a workout. It's not an official oh, event. Oh, oh, gotcha. Yeah, we didn't tell the high school. We'd probably get kicked out. We're going out to high school. So we're just 60 guys going to work out. You didn't go to high school? <laughs> no, there's no we're showing up tomorrow. <laughs> what could go wrong? It's an unofficial official event. No, we know people. They're like the coaches and stuff like that. So right. they made sure. It's the winter, so there's no like track or anything. Hopefully, we're good. I'm right now. I'm excited. <laughs> what could go wrong? We'll see. Nice. Nothing's going on. Good we're shit. Good PMA. Nothing's. We're gonna. It's gonna be great. Do you get melancholy this time of year? No. End of the year, moving into little the bit, next maybe. year. I don't think like that. No. It doesn't matter. It's just another you don't just get a sad number ever. on a like thing. What is the next year? I'm more of an age person. I talk about this. To well, people. my birthday is. Is, is your age important? <coughs> is the year important to you? Because people go by. All right, yeah, 23. What I get accomplished? Or my year 35, what did I get accomplished? Well, for what me, do you look at? My year, birthday, are you year or? My or, birthday's in a week. So okay, so it's very close. It's the same. Yeah. It's like my birthday in a year. Mine's halfway. So I'm in June. So six, six months, six. That's so that's like halfway. So I'm like, all right, well, what, what do I really pay attention to? I like it, maybe my year, it, my it's age. Both I think me. that makes more sense. It's both for me. I think, so like statistically, I'm, I'm turning 38, mm-hmm. which is like, it's fucked up. Why is it fucked up? Because, well, I'll tell you why. Because the life expectancy of a US born male is 76 years old. Yeah. So statistically, well, medicine's going getting older. Although, sure, but like right now, today, we're alive now. Yeah, our life. We're not even halfway there. Our life. Ex- we are exactly thirty-eight. Yeah. Is halfway there. Exactly. It's great. That to me is like another half. Let's go. Well, so like, but like in, for me, it's like I think about how this has also been so much time. Dude, yeah, but it's also been a blink. Nah, it's a, it's been mad long. It is mad long, but it's been a blink. That's, yeah. Cause like I can think I about, think I can think about shit in second grade and be like, mm-hmm. "Wow, that was five minutes ago." A long time ago. It was know. fucking thirty years ago. Yeah, which is fucked up. Yeah, yeah. I don't think about it. I do. I do. I think. I, about, I just. Don't I think know. about time all the time because of like course. my th- my biggest thing is like you start you start realizing like the the importance of life is like time with people, mm-hmm. right? So like you and I are not related. The likelihood is that over the next thirty eight years of our friendship, we're going to spend somewhere between like. 10 and 40 hours together, like just in the grand scheme of life. Okay, yeah. So if like you knew you were going to see me again for like six weeks, and this is one of our final 30 hours together, <laughs> that's fucked up to think about, right? I guess, yeah. I think but, but it's in our control. No, but it if is. You figure it that way, like, all right, we're going to see each other tomorrow. Like, hey, what are we gonna... I got to see you Monday, man. I may never see you again. <laughs> I, I do think about that. I really? do think about it, yeah. Well, I think about... family, it is very important, yes. especially like your, your, your parents. And, you know, once they get into an older age and stuff like that. Like, yeah, I forget who put that into respect. Oh, Jesse Itzler had a great comment. He's like, all right, you know, your parents, you've, you've heard this. Yeah. Where he just talks about like, all right, well, my parents live in Florida or this and that, like they, they don't live close to him. He goes, no, and I see them maybe four times a year for a couple of weekends. He's like, all right, so I'm only seeing him, you know, five day or let's say 14 days out of the year. And only for five more years. So you're only going to see your parents for a couple more months the rest of your life. He's yeah. like, when you think of it that way, you really prioritize 
Like, wait, I really have to spend more time with these people and who's really important in my life and how much time I'm spending with people. Totally. You know, breaking it down. Like that, that metric, it's true. And that's what I do. Yeah, yeah. Because like that. I guess I don't. Yeah. But maybe I should. Maybe, maybe you should. Maybe you should. <laughs> it works for me. Yeah, yeah, It yeah. really incentivized me to, have, yeah, to maximize my – You don't seem to have any trouble being – I don't see anyone. Incentivized time-wise. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like it, you you do not struggle. To, Every day is so calculated. Yeah, you don't, you you know, don't I'm always looking at my watch. I'm like, you know, like it's – especially during the week. From when I wake up to when I go to sleep, it's talk about every fucking hour. You know, Some bang, people are bang, not I'm, like that. I love it. I, I am just similar. Like, yeah, I need yeah. to have things going on. But also, I'm, yeah, I'm going to lose my mind. Two jobs and the, the fitness and like the training and shit like that, I need to because my time is limited. You know, so yeah. I have to get everything everything in. And then like sometimes it's like, a, I hate the word entrepreneur, but like as this person who's like oh, really yeah, running yeah. like five different companies that I do, like right. I never stop. No, I never stop. It's, it's just like my phone is on all the time. Like I'm, if, if someone calls me at 10 p.m., it's not like I'm not working. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all work. Might not be important. Whole, everything's all. Work. Might not need to be addressed right yeah. then. But it's like that's how I think about it. It's yeah. all work. Hundred percent. Working on yourself. If you working have on something. I have very specific active. goals, yeah, yeah. like for my life, like the things that I want to do, the stuff I want to create. They're they're laid out in front of me. Right. I know what they are. Mm-hmm. So in order to get them, I've got to build a map and a road to get there. And like I think people get very disenfranchised with the building of the road, and then never travel down it. They look at like this is going to take so much time and effort to get there. Yeah, hands up, think, can't do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that, and that, yeah, that's a great point because people do get very. Uh, they look at it like, oh, I can never do that. You know, oh, it'll take so long. Mm-hmm. But people have no clue. Like, if you really the production you could get out of a day and then a week and then how that compounds, you know, and then that's what really you know, like you, people you can get more done in three months than most people do in a year. Oh, you know, if you just really calculate your days and how you're really spending your time. You know, weekends, like it's it's all there's no weekend to me. I'm up I'm up earlier on the weekends than I am during the day, during the week, yeah. mostly. I'm usually up at five, and yeah. I'm up at five thirty during the week. So it's all work, it's all relative to me, you know. And then, and then I but like, that's a, I just love being productive because I go to sleep satisfied. I would like to figure out a way to be super productive from like eleven PM to two AM because they're like <laughs> I need sleep. I, I, so yeah. I I'm not like that. Like You're I up later, right? Yeah. Sleep in like a if bed. I could do sleep. I mean, I, I used to be able to sleep in. I can't sleep like that anymore. Yeah, I haven't slept past 7 a.m. in fucking forever. That's what I'm saying. It's 8 for me, but yeah. it's like, I don't need... If I set an alarm, like, let's say, for argument's sake, I set an alarm at 8.05 a.m., I will wake up at 8. Like, um, I'll be 7.45, and yeah. it's it's like way too close not to go back to sleep it's so, so it's like weird 20 minutes like what it's am I so gonna... weird and then you'll go but back that's, to sleep. i yeah. think that's age like you just your body yeah, your knows. body clock of course so yeah your rhythm like, circadian rhythm you build I, that i would love to be able to figure out a way like too, if i could do photo shoots weekly from like 11 p.m to midnight 2 a.m why don't you yeah you can figure something out that you can like maybe start people don't want to shoot them you know what i'm saying like do like an online you uh Interview like all right, late, yeah. night, late nights with John. Instagram live something some something yeah one hundred percent. That's not cocktail bad. hour not cocktail like, like nightcap I mean, drink night, every night <laughs> whiskey with John at you know like still but like a nightcap yeah, yeah, yeah. ten o'clock you interview somebody Sometimes it's five minutes milk, you have a drink together tea. and then no you have yeah. a drink together and that's it seriously I was thinking about doing that with coffee like a Sunday night coffee or Sunday night Sunday morning coffee um with somebody else it could be all different walks of life and you have like a five minute interview on instagram i like that and it's a good way to get into other people's networks too like you mm-hmm. know like interview somebody who is a photographer and then interview somebody who's into real estate and just constantly you know it's like a small podcast or yeah, just like talk five questions about how was your day last week what'd you do today last week goals and understand like the life almost of a realtor or a photographer people get a, like the day-to-day of 
You, you know? do a lot. Are, do you find it hard to focus on all of them at the same time? Mm, it can be. It's just a lot more physical. Do you feel like uh, so? Like yeah, well, okay. no, that's why I'm not being tired outside yeah. of it. But like physically, it's a lot of physically demanding stuff. When you, when you're like, okay, let's say you haven't ran for a few days, mm-hmm. are you like itching to run? If you haven't been to your studio to do work on a wood project, are you itching to get there? Yeah, like, you feel do, like oh yeah, it's yeah. like almost. It's not even just that. I mean, once you get to that, like you hold yourself to an accountable thing like i gotta get back in the to wood shop like especially with me like it's all commission stuff yeah so um but even with running like oh my gosh I, I need to get run again it's been four days just to hold myself to like a certain standard of fitness and like to just that like i like running yes but also i, I like to be able to run yeah a good amount like i don't want to lose that because i put so much time and effort into it you know so it's sort of both you know but yeah with the woodworking and all that yeah of course hell yeah I can't like, let myself go a certain amount of days without doing certain something. Yeah, because I think I about never, that now because yeah. like this is like a weird time of year with like the holidays mm-hmm. and uh, it's weirdly super busy, but also can be super slow. Yeah, like, I just got booked for like five shoots. Dude, next I'm week. super busy. It's like ruining, yeah. gonna ruin Christmas. Well, yeah, I don't well, know. I'm thinking about when I'm gonna go Christmas shop, and I got so much stuff going on. Um, in a couple did. weeks. Yeah, yeah. I probably haven't thought about it. I actually <laughs> never mind. We're gonna cut that. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> so I was like talking to my mom, like I don't know who to get like stuff for. <laughs> She's like, I don't know. I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. like what do you, well, how am I supposed to do it? You yeah, don't know. Yeah, I know. You know? It's once you get older. Like, my mom's asked, what do you want for Christmas? Nothing. I don't literally don't, don't need a thing. What do you get me? It's unbelievable. I'm like, I, it's a new running shoes. I said the same thing today. <laughs> what did you do with the shoes, by the way, after the marathon? Like, your foot got all fucked up. I still There's got them. They're, I gotta try them out again. That's just like, with these type of shoes, it's sort of like, I should have Are those worn, like marathon specific shoes? Pretty much race shoes, yeah. Huh. Interesting. Running fast. Yeah, I, the you only thing yeah. I asked for for Christmas was like a new pot to like cook with. Oh, cool. it's literally all I need. Pot, pot, one pot. Yeah, I need a pot. Uh, what about like a, like a camera? It's like I don't need camera stuff. I don't need fucking. Yeah, because that's the thing. Like, or like I would do like gift certificate, like the B and H or something like that. So you could buy it because they're not going to know what they fucking get you. Yeah, I used no. to let my parents. You like, need oh, photo. this. Like, you know, I'm not, I want to get you something on camera. Like, just give me a gift certificate. When you, yeah, yeah. You, too unique. Yeah, I don't do. I don't need a thing. I don't. I really don't need a thing. It's a good place to be in. Like, you know, I've, it's also funny because like drop $10 million into my lap tomorrow and I'm not going to go buy a bunch of shit. Like maybe a motorcycle, but like, you know, yeah. that's about it. Six some property. That's it. Yeah. A motorcycle. Yeah. I got my motorcycle license. Oh, do you? Yeah. <laughs> when did you get that? Uh, September. Really? Oh, that recent. Yeah. yeah. Shit. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I didn't buy a bike yet. Cause I was like, let's live with it for a yeah, bit. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay. What kind of bike? I'm leaning towards sport bike or like yeah, sport bike. Really? Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. More like a cafe, cafe racer. racer. There you go. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Good. I'm leaning towards Those uh, are dope. Yeah. Especially cruise around here, Jersey City, like yeah, yeah, the city. Yeah, I need I something get... high up yeah. because I'm a big guy. You know, I would love to get like an Indian Scout, but like it's too small. Yeah. It's just like I physically don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sense. So yeah, Sweet. I'm gonna wait till after the winter and pick something up. Um, cool. But yeah, it's funny because like I so I sold my car a year ago and. I'm, I was like, I've been just Ubering for like the last almost a year. Oh, yeah, now. yeah, yeah. And I got my motorcycle license because, like, oh, you know, like I can, I've never spent the amount that I was spending on my my uh, finance payments for my car mm-hmm. on Uber. Uber. And if I buy a bike for like 10 grand, it's like, mm-hmm. I'll never Uber. I'll, but you know, yeah. you only get six, seven months out of it around here. Right, right, right. But yeah, that would be like my one splurge. Sweet. That's like, cool. I don't need shit. Like, yeah, you know, the car, yeah, it's just material production. What do I need? Yeah. That being said, you know, $10 million is a lot. Probably buy some nice shit. Probably. 
<laughs> I'd go some travel. I would get like experience. Maybe things. an eight hundred square foot apartment instead of like a five hundred yeah, square foot apartment. Yeah. Double. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. I'd be I'd be spend the summer in Europe and yeah. that's this kind of travel stuff that I would do. experience. But that that's the time thing. Mm-hmm. Because like life is about time and experiences yeah. and not shit. Shit. Having true. things. It is true. It, for people it is. People need that. People it's, like having things. It's it's sort of like a I have this like you it's know, just obtain a, this possession that I work consumerism. for. You know, yeah, but it's just like there's like a self fulfillment thing for people. I've I've seen that with people. Have you ever I've even like? Have you ever bought something that you really, 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 really wanted, and then you got the thing, and you're like, yeah. five minutes later, you're like, cool. Mm, never really bought anything that crazy in a while. I don't know, no need to. Because like I, like I was talking to a buddy of mine the other day. Yeah, I've owned. Nothing I buy is not like I've anything owned... that's not going to do anything for me, like a, like, a, like a tool or something like that that's expensive. Like if I'm not getting something out of it, like I, so like, you know, the, the, nothing, the... I'm just like a luxury item. So like I've owned my dream camera mm-hmm. and I sold it. I've owned my dream watch and I sold oh, it. Oh, really? I've owned my dream car and I sold it. Like I've dream had all car. the things oh, that I've yeah, wanted. Yeah, yeah. My dream car is not that far. It's not, <laughs> I'm not like that. Jeep Grand Cherokee? Yeah. No, it was my dream car. It's like all I ever wanted. Oh, yeah. So it's like, you know, I don't need a Ferrari. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like. So for me, it's like I bought the Rolex, I bought the like M6, I bought the fucking car, and then I was yeah, like, "Cool, yes. get rid of it." Just as quickly as something comes into your life, you can get rid of it and realize of that course. it holds no power. Yeah, 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 yeah. But for me, it's like uh, the the journey to obtain it. The yeah, there's something to be said about know, that. Exactly, but you know, to like to have a goal and like try to get it, work towards something. Maybe that's a good thing to. But I don't know, having the possession, like I knew. People like even you know, I've had an ex girlfriend who should just buy shit just to have like she needed this, not even wear it, just you know like constantly. I'm like, yeah, just to have these things, you know, like just to uh, see them on the internet. Like oh, I need this, and just no, I'm not. Buy I'm... not wearing it. Just like what are you doing with this stuff? Uh, like, why do you need this? It's bigger than you know. I don't know. There's a bigger thing going on there, for sure. You know, I forget. I think where it's like a saddest from, thing too, like no, money not... and having. You know. No amount of money ever bought a second of time, I think is the quote. Yeah. Well, and, uh, all these rich people, they're like, all right, what are you going to do? Like, money buys freedom. That's it. Freedom. They're buying their time back. Yes. So you put 10 years into building a billion-dollar business, you you have no time. And they're a billionaire. I'm like, finally, now <coughs> I have time. And that's what's the fucking – that's the payout, I feel. Yeah. I feel that too, though. You and know? like a very <laughs> yeah. lower dollar yeah, amount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, I have ultimate time. Freedom. You do, yeah, because you're doing it. You're living your dream, you know, having that. You're setting your own schedule every day. You're, yeah. You know, if you want to get booked to something, like you're not, someone's not hitting you up every, like, all right, you got to shoot tomorrow. You, you choose, all right, let's shoot at 12. Let's shoot at, yeah. you know, 2 p.m. So you're yeah. setting your schedule up. You know, your your time's in your hand. Yeah. And I think that's that's it. That's living. That's that's what fucking life's about. And I can't wait for that. I'm excited. You know, because mm-hmm. I'm at my job. I work eight hours and I feel like I'm wasting my time. My, you know, like. Do you? Productive of a human, like what I could be doing in that. For my woodworking and my other content, I'm not doing shit. If I had those eight hours, the woodworking content, I've been slacking on because I go to my, my shop and I have like three hours a day. I can't sit there, set up the cameras and like, all right, what am I going to shoot? No, I have work to do. So I'm not getting anything shot. You know, like, and I, dude, I would triple my income without a doubt with the woodworking, hell yeah. By not working the job? Yes. You would triple your income. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I'd make the, the, the money, like, it's, it's, the so, content I'd be able to do, that's why it's, it's happening. It's going to. Oh, I was gonna say, oh yeah, by springtime, hopefully. Triple. I mean, that's. It's a, yeah, at least all, like, you know, just, yeah. just saying. Yeah. I would make a lot more money. Would you end up working more? And, yeah. Mm, about the same. Maybe less. Because I wouldn't need to. 
I mean, I would, who knows? Cause I, but I would also shoot stuff for, cause I would get into the health and wellness and actually get paid that way too. Mm-hmm. You know, working with brands, that's what I'm starting to do now. And that pays as well. So I'd be able to do both. I have time to shoot at the gym and like content and, you know, really sit there and think about creating content. Stuff I'm putting out now is you see short videos, nothing really, really too much substance, you know, cause I don't have time to think about it. I'm, yeah. I work two jobs, you know, 14 hours, 14 hours a day I'm working. Yeah, it's a lot. You know, body shot. I'm asleep by 9.30 every day, up at 5.30. It's a lot, you know. But got to do what you got to do. Yeah. I thought I've, yeah. I think I'm, I'm most curious about, like, what, like, leaving your job, obviously, willingly, and mm-hmm. not, like, in my case, where I was let go of my job. Right. Is... I think almost in some ways a lot scarier than it is. Well, like then having it taken from yeah, you. Yeah, well, taken from you, it's like you have no choice. Yeah. I feel like I, it'd be cool maybe to do that. Yeah. No, no. It's, yeah. It's like, like fire or something. You know, like it wasn't cool. Trust no, me. No, no. Yeah, right. I'd, like, I'd be like, yes, because now you got no choice. Like with me, it's like, oh, maybe I'll quit next week. Oh, you know, another month from now. I'm not making, you know, like, yeah. You got to be like, sometimes you have to take that leap or just take it. Like, once the rug's taken out from under you, now you got no choice. Like, all right, and now it's go time. So now you got to react. It's not up to you, you know? And I feel like sometimes you need that. You need that, like. It's a great motivator. You know, like, to pull the fucking rug out. Like, oh, shit, I got to do yeah. this now. Instead of like, oh, well, I have the choice to do this. And sometimes you can procrastinate and. You get pushed out of the airplane. Yeah, yeah. You got to figure out. You how hear to... a lot. A lot of these great people who are doing great things. They've all had that instance. Like I fired from this, or I, you know, once you get into a no, cho- no, I have nothing to lose situation, or like it's all or nothing, then that's where the, the greatness comes. I think you know that's how I think I got like survival mode of the human. Oh yeah, I was in survival mode for mm. definitely two years. Yeah, like just barely. You know, it's three years later. Three, yeah, three and a year, three and a half years later. The first two, I was like treading water right barely like head above water like figuring it out Mm -hmm. and then this is the first year where i've managed to put it all together wow and yeah it's hard to feel satisfied when there's so much more to do and like i feel like i'm still just scratching the surface on so much yeah the feeling of satisfaction with me i go day by day Obviously, you have goals like run a marathon, so like the, the the time and stuff like that. What it takes, like people like accolades. Oh man, like I guess the run the time I ran was really good for a first marathon, and that's all I heard. Oh man, you kill you killing this. I'm like, all right, well, I can run better. I can do yeah. like, but still, that's not maybe not ego. But that's just holding myself to a high standard of like ability. But what you do every day, you have the choice to be productive and to. If you go to bed, like I earn the sleep. That's how I sort of live. Like like I said, like I. Going to work for eight hours and coming home, taking a shower, eating dinner, hanging out, watching fucking TV. That's not it for me at all. Like, I'm, I feel like I feel like I took the day off at all. Like, I didn't work at all. I might as well. Eight hours, like, at a normal job. That's So if I get my training in, get my eight hours at my job, and then work at the shop, dead tired, but got a lot done, I'm like, yeah, that's it. And you just compound that. Like, it's it's day-by-day satisfaction for me. It's of like, how, how you know, do you... I can't think too far in ahead because you'll be like, oh, I'm getting nowhere. I was saying, how you do gotta you get somewhere every day? How do you avoid burnout in that scenario? Because it's like been there. Judgment um, day, it uh, does. It's tough, day. man. Because the physical aspects with me, um, I needed to step away from the shop for a little while because I was really burning myself out and like I stepped away from this podcast you know? for a while. It's hard. It's hard to do it all. Yeah, yeah. Of you course, you can't be yeah. running a business, doing the work, mm. trying to run two other businesses oh, and yeah, do yeah. an hour it's a podcast. Fucking juggle. Yeah, it's a lot. 
I used to have like five or six hours of, you know, episodes of podcasts in the kitty, wow. like just ready to go. And then all I would do is spend one to two hours a week doing a new podcast, mm-hmm. editing the week before. Yeah. And then I just had so much backlog. Yeah. But now it's like I barely get to do two of these a month. Oh, wow. Because I just I just don't have the time. Right, right, right. My, my, my New Year's resolution is to do 52 episodes next year. Ooh, good. I mean, I've done 130 in two years. That's a lot. That's yeah, a lot. That's, 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 so, I heard recently over 20 podcasts. You're in the top like 10% of all podcasts. I'm in the, I'm in the top 0.01%. Yeah, 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 yeah. Chris Williamson actually put it out. Or, yeah, yeah. He's like, listen, he's like, most people don't get past number two. No problem. You know, like it's sun in 20. Like, holy shit. Like, you're fucking up there. Yeah. You know? Uh, I'm super proud of it. Mm-hmm. I, I would like to spend more time doing it. Yeah. If it was... You, and you can relate to this. If I was earning money doing this, like real money. Well, that, but that's where it can happen. You know? No, no, for sure, sure. Totally. I mean, dude, I just hit 45,000 career career total downloads. That's oh, a fucking, really? Holy yeah, shit. That's a ton. That's a shit ton. That's a ton. Fuck yeah. Great. When you divide it by 130 episodes, it's not that money. But still, it doesn't but matter. But it's just the total, yeah, right? Yeah. So I look at it, it's like, cool. If I was making money, like good money, like actual Something, yeah. a month, a, you know, making five bucks an episode that I do is like, it's not money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a hobby, right? So like when you look at like how am I spend my hours over the course of a week, I'm yeah, gonna spend five hours really being productive. It's just, you yeah, know, but it's it's, also... it's it's like when when you I don't have a salary. I don't have anything other than what I put out. Mm-hmm. So like if you look at like I'm gonna spend ten hours a week on a podcast yeah. and it's netting negative dollars. Yeah. It's like well, you can't really yeah, like why is it you can't justify? It. Yeah, but also you know these guys who've done who have the great podcast they went, yeah. These guys put out like two to three hundred a year, yeah, four years, and nobody was watching. But just just because they didn't stop and didn't stop and didn't stop, totally, you know. And then I'll, that's where finally, I'll, not, I'll never. I, I've only in the last six months really slowed because I have so much going on business wise. I have so much going on photography wise. Like I'm just, I'm too spread out, and I'm only one person. Right. If I had an assistant who could like set up the interviews, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like help. And I, so I'm the only one guy. Yeah. I only have so many hours. Editing today. people, even just like for this, you can sub somebody out for editing. You know? I did do that for a while. I hired an editor. Yeah, and then I was like, well, part of the enjoyment of the podcast is editing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Like reliving the conversation. It's a lot, yeah. It is a lot. Sitting it is. It's a computer that long. Yeah. I'm spending hours a day on my computer editing photos, editing everything. videos, editing, editing podcasts. Editing. 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 Your whole life yeah. editing. My fucking eyes. <laughs> it's a miracle. I'm not yeah. blind. No, dude, it's funny because like sometimes I was talking to a buddy of mine. Sometimes, like, I'm spending so much time on an edit, it's like I'm losing what I'm trying to get yeah, out of Yeah, yeah. And, and then, like, if you, you're you losing... You ever have to just step away? Because totally. your, your creative will get blurred. Like, am I just I, I am I just doing this a preset on everything just to get it done? Or you step away, like, all right, well, I didn't see this as in a certain it's way. It's really funny. There. When I was shooting photos, dude, I'd be... Do you know I was doing my best fucking editing? At fucking three in the morning, drunk. I'd be on, like, drugs, 100%. like, sitting there and talking. 100%. On a computer, like, this is years and years ago when I was partying, like, crazy. You know, I'd be up, like, checking shit out and, like, looking at these photos and editing them way different than I thought because of just, you know, how your brain works and stuff like that. But, yeah, like, you got to step away sometimes. When I first started... Really, like, that refresh. When I first started, I built presets for myself mm-hmm. because I was, like, the quickest way to do this is to build my look for a color edit and a black and white okay. edit. And just put it on it, and this is my work. Yeah. And then you get to the point where it's like, I'm growing out of this style. I'm growing mm-hmm. out of this look. I want my photos to say different things. So then, like, when I do that, and I look at it, and I re-digest the work, it doesn't feel like me anymore. Okay. So that's when I know I need to start spending different times. Because I, I'm starting to get the feeling that every shoot that I do cannot be carte blanche with a certain look. Right. I can have a style. 
But every shoot has to have a different look it's and feel. It's got to have a flavor. It's got to have a character. It's, it's own what It's own, yeah, that's yeah. it. It's like storytelling throughout the, the, the photos. You mm -hmm. know, like, all right, well, what did this say? What did this happen here? 100%. You know? and that's, so, that's what the best photographers ever. Yeah. Those guys had a style. They had, like, their, Honestly, know, dude, it's part of the You look reason. at it, like, oh, my God, this looks like a whole, you know, you, you look at two people here and you want to look like, all right, these two people about to kiss on the subway. Where were they before? Where are they going after? Did they just meet that night? Like, you yeah. really, it makes you have that whole story now, like a photo if that, is, a photo can do that to somebody then that's a fucking great photo this is one of stefan vanasco's photos mm -hmm. probably the favorite photo i have right. on my wall i'm assuming and i could be wrong that this is film my, my oh guess. yeah without a doubt because he's he, he, yeah he shoot mostly, mostly film. film so like for me it's another reason why i love shooting film it's not the most economic for brand work yeah, for no. professional work that i'm doing for client work it's hard because to get them to pay more difficult and then it's a warm you're in too. You gotta bring the process to all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, you know, so it's like it's you only know if you have the shots, you know, it's on a guarantee that the things are gonna come out great. The best the best clients are like, here we want you to creative direct it, it. come up with that's what you a, want. Dude, it's the best. That's the that's best. That's the best. It's just you with woodworking too. With woodworking, I've had clients that were <laughs> one out of ten. on the of like thinking they it's almost like, hey, do you want to build a table? Because every little detail, stuff like that, like you hired me, mm -hmm. you know, when I had other clients, I'm showing them photos of like, this is what the color of the wood is. Like, all right, <laughs> build me something. There's fucking seven grand. Like, yes, because it, it's going to be fucking sick. But like, it's going to be what I do. I like know? that too, I mean, because I like you, also. You hire somebody in a creative outlet, you're hiring them for their creative, like, in process. Do, yeah, yeah. Like, what do you else do? You, go to so the like, Trust me to do the thing. Yeah. And I'll go to Wayfair. Go if you want a nice table, like, what think, do you choose? I think that's a nice thing to get to that point, and I'm the, I'm getting there. Um, but it's one of the reasons why I like shooting film because then I get to make the creative decision ahead of time. Mm -hmm. When you're looking at a digital file, it could hit me as this could be a great black and white image, this could be a great color image, and that yeah, you know, of course, it's also nice to like go revisit old work and change stuff. Like oh, I looked man. at some old oh, stuff, yeah. and I was like, oh, I edited this photo in black and white and it's so much better in color. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I, I've, I like both. that idea. I love both. When it both works, like, man, look at these great shots. Dude, honestly. Black and white and yellow, like, oh, are they both, like, they both, it could be such a, same photo, but different. Like, like oh, man, this, you know. My jam like, is Polaroids, man. I just want to yeah. shoot Polaroids. I'm like, that'd be happy. I've never gotten Polaroid. <laughs> it's it's my, my, my creative outlet, for sure. Put me in a room with a Polaroid camera and I'm, and I'm happy. Sweet. Oh, but yeah, man, uh, it's been my pleasure as always. Of course, we, man. We Thank you so much for having me back on. Talking for hours as always. <laughs> Bullshit, you know. Uh, yeah, that's and it. I love I, it. It's life. As you know, you're... we talk. I can talk about life and perspective, and just you know, because it's such an ongoing thing mm. where we can sit here for six months from now and have a totally different conversation. Totally different. Because we're going to live different lives, and different experiences will 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 mold our perception and what we go through and stuff like that. And yeah. it's so cool and fun to think like, all right, I used to think this way, and like where your life goes. I love that. You know, you I, know what. I, I think that's a very refreshing take because I think there's a lot of people who get really crucified for changing their opinions on things. Mm -hmm. It's you're not allowed to change your mind. Yeah, you're not stick to your guns more. no matter what. I think that's a very it's very immature take. that people don't do that. Yeah. Like hard headed people, like yo, it's okay. Yeah, you know, it takes a bitter man to be like, oh, I was wrong. Yeah, or I see things differently now. You yeah, know, it's okay. Yeah, I like that, man. I'm uh, I'm appreciative of your time as always I and your friendship. Oh uh, yeah, of course. Thanks so much for coming on. I appreciate it. Oh, 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 oh,